Well, a very good evening to everyone. It is uh, very late Christmas Eve, 1145 Central Time, and I am Pastor Greg Darden of Faith Presbyterian Church in Germantown, Tennessee, and I'd like to welcome you to what is now our Christmas Eve Vesper service, coming to you here from my home, and again, very glad to have you with us this evening. Um, this is a um, very different, again, for me tonight, uh, to be here and uh, at home and not at the church, and it has taken me some getting used to, but I am so glad to be here with you this evening. Um, you know, a Vesper service is a service of evening prayer, and certainly tonight uh, is a service of evening prayer and scripture reading for uh, going into Christmas morning, and that's what we're going to do here this evening. We're just going to uh, read the scriptures, we're going to pray some, and uh, we're going to welcome in Christmas morning. So that would be very good. You know, uh, the wise men, uh, when they saw the star, and many of us went out this past week and looked at the star, not the star, but the planets Jupiter and Saturn as they drew close together, and many were talking about that this was the Christmas star. And perhaps it was, and perhaps uh, it was something similar to the Christmas star. But the wise men of old, in the story of the Gospel of Matthew, they saw this star and they fo followed it. And uh, they began uh, on the road. They took a journey and they got to Jerusalem looking to find where their journey would continue. And it's there that once they got there, uh, the chief priest, the scribes, the learned, they searched the scriptures and they turned to the prophet Micah. And in his fifth chapter, at verse 2 through 4, it talks about where the, the Messiah, the Christ, would be born. And I'd like to begin this evening with that particular scripture reading for us. The prophet Micah wrote so long ago, But thou, Bethlehem, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be a ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Therefore will he give them up, until the time that she which travaileth hath brought forth, then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide, for now shall he be great until the very ends of the earth. Now tonight I'm reading from the old authorized version of the Bible, better known to us as the King James Version of the Bible. I find it particularly meaningful to read the old language, especially on Christmas Eve, 
It is, I think, so much more descriptive than the plainness of our modern language in so many ways. If we were a thousand, fifteen hundred years ago, we would be hearing it in the Latin. And if we were eighteen hundred years ago, we would be hearing it in the Greek. And if we were 2,500 years ago, when the prophet Micah was writing, we would be hearing it in the Hebrew. So the languages of old that keep passing down one peoples, one generation to the next. And tonight we remember that. Christmas Eve is a special night. And so it's important that uh, we treasure things that are close to our hearts and words often that come from our youth. Uh, and so we hear these words of the prophet tonight speaking how the Messiah, Jesus, would be born in the town of Bethlehem. Now, tonight, my meditation for this Christmas Eve is entitled, The Roads to Bethlehem. And I wanna talk about that at length tonight. All of us who are up tonight watching, up tonight just sitting around our homes, reminiscing, thinking, all of us have been on a journey this past year. Uh, we have been on the road in many different ways. That sounds funny when for many of us, being at home, working at home has become the new routine of life and yet we have been on the road. The road to Bethlehem started further back than we can even begin to imagine. The road to Bethlehem started when God sent Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden for having broken the commandment of God. Once out of the garden, they were pretty much it seemed on their own, but God had mercy on them and God began to point a direction for them. And so the road to Bethlehem, the place where we celebrate the birth of our savior, Jesus Christ, begins with the exit of humanity from the Garden of Eden. Because of our sin, we would be needing a redeemer, one who would deliver us from all that was wrong in our lives and in the world. And God would one day send that very son, that redeemer in Jesus Christ. And so from Adam and Eve out of the garden, God would eventually raise up a people. He called Abraham and Sarah, and he sent them on the road on a journey that would take them to the land where Bethlehem would be founded. Abraham and Sarah left the land of their ancestors, the land of Ur, the land of now Iraq, the land in which they had grown up, on the promise that God would one day make a great people from them. They obeyed God. They got on the road they made the journey to the promised land. Now they would never know of Bethlehem in their lifetime, but God brought forth a people from them. And from that people, 
God would eventually raise up 12 tribes. And those tribes were for a long time captive and slaves in Egypt. But then God sent his servant Moses to take them on the road to bring them back to the promised land, to bring them back to the place where Bethlehem would be, the people of God on the road. And so we too are on the road this night. And so during those years in the Middle East, in what is the kingdoms, first the United Kingdom of Israel, the divided kingdom of Israel and Judah, many great prophets arose and they spoke of being on the road towing towards the place that one day God would bring about uh, a savior who would save the people from their sins and also a savior who would restore the kingdom of God to all people. And so they spoke, the prophet Isaiah, time and time again, in chapter 7 and chapter 9 and chapter 11 and chapter 40, chapter 53 and chapter 56, chapter 64, he speaks of the one coming. And then Jeremiah speaks of the time when God would write a new way on the hearts of men. And then the minor prophets, Micah being one of them, would tell that the one day, as we read tonight, the Savior of the world, he'd be born in this tiny little town called Bethlehem. The many roads to Bethlehem. And so our roads, too, we have been through many different things. This has been a difficult season, a season not like Many of us can remember, except perhaps those from the Great Depression and those from the days of the Second World War, especially the darker days in the early years of the war. Perhaps we can take solace that our nation was led through that time, and perhaps we too shall be led through this time. But let me tell you, on our road to Bethlehem, many of us have traveled difficult roads. We have struggled. Some have been sick. Many of us have lost loved ones this year. The road to Bethlehem has been a difficult one, one in which we have been challenged by every sort of thing, it seems. But we have gotten here. We have gotten here to this night, to this night to remember and to celebrate. It may be no grand celebration. This evening, I've been listening to sacred music for the last two and a half hours. Very pleasant. Listening to Hark the Herald, listening to O Jerusalem, listening to O little town of Bethlehem, listening to Go Tell It on the Mountain, listening to Joy to the World, listening to the great carols of the season to remind me and to take quiet satisfaction in celebrating the season here in my home 
and across the airways and the internet with many of you this evening. I'm very pleased for that. We are just a few minutes here from Christmas morning. As we are, I call upon you all to reflect about this journey that this year has brought. Last year at Christmas, we had a splendid time, three services on Christmas Eve, children, adults, choir, band, all rejoicing, an ordinary sort of time. Who would have thought our journey would have been to a time like this? But we have made it to this time, and now we are making it to Christmas Day. Today, if we go outside this evening in the very cold and brisk night, and we gaze up into the star-filled skies, we are seeing the same stars that the shepherds saw when the angels came and sang to them that night. And when the angels had finished with them, they got on the road, on the paths from the fields and the surrounding area to go to Bethlehem to see this thing that had occurred. When we go out, and if we were to look tonight up into the vast heavens, we would be reminded of the greatness of God, the sovereignty of our Lord Jesus Christ we would also be very humbled by our existence in comparison to the scope of the universe. And we could take great comfort in the fact that the maker of this great universe cares about you and about me and about all that he loves And that love has been best expressed down through the centuries, the millennia now, through the birth of his son, Jesus Christ, the one who would one day take the road to Jerusalem and to the cross. So when we take away everything else, like has been taken away from us this year in so many ways, and we get down to the heart of the matter, what matters the most is that we have our Lord and Savior and that he has us. That is one of the great things that we should all rejoice and be glad in. Now, according to my clock here next to me, it is now 12 midnight Central Standard Time here in the United States. It is Christmas morning. I say to you all, Merry Christmas. And I would like to read now to us the Gospel from Luke. 
Just let me adjust my pages. And it came to pass in those days that they went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you, is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men. The journey of life, the journey of everlasting life, begins for all who follow Jesus Christ here in Bethlehem, and we have come to celebrate that this night, this now Christmas morning. We have no candles to light tonight. We have no communion to share. We have no singing of Silent Night but we have our hearts and we have ourselves and we have traveled in spirit to Bethlehem to remember and to see the one born 
be king. My friends, let us pray that God give the world peace, that nations would not fight this day, that people would not argue, that crime would not occur, that the hungry might be fed, the cold might be warm, the homeless might find shelter, the sick might be well. Let us pray for God's peace, for God's will, for God's purposes to be done. Let us come now to this Christmas with our hearts open to receive that grace, that love of God. So my friends, let me pray for us and then I will close us out this Christmas morning. Let us pray. O oh, gracious God, you sent your son into the world as a baby born on the road to Bethlehem. For all eternity, you have planned for your son to come and we give you thanks and praise. Lord, in these days when we are separated from one another, even gathering to worship you, bind our hearts and our spirits this night. Help us to celebrate. Help us to remember. Help us to keep Christmas in our hearts and for those who are unable. O oh, gracious God, be with all those who are watching and who will watch. We pray for peace. We pray for healing. We ask all these things this night in the name of the one whose birth we celebrate, Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord and Savior. Amen. My friends, let us welcome Christmas. Let us keep it today and in the days to come. Let us remember that every year there is a journey to Bethlehem. Thank you for watching this evening. Thank you for being here with us. And I hope and pray that God give you a good night's rest and a day that you can celebrate in your hearts. To my congregation, Merry Christmas. To my family, Merry Christmas. 
To my friends, Merry Christmas. To my colleagues, Merry Christmas. To all far and near, Merry Christmas. This is Pastor Greg Darden closing this Christmas Vespers service. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Good night and good morning.